Welcome to Beach Talks, a space created for fun, reflection, and learning. We want to connect with you in the most authentic and real way. Our goal is to make you think, laugh, and feel while you enjoy your favorite drink and a great view. So, are you ready? Make yourself comfortable and enjoy the ride. Thanks for spending your time with us. Welcome to Beach Talks. Today is October the 5th. It's a lovely Saturday. It's raining. We are in the Fa Live Music and Food. And we are with a great guest today. She is from Belgium. She is a photographer. She has been in cruise ships. Welcome to Kat. An applause, please. Kat, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Pamela, how are you today? ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, gracias. Okay, comenzamos este beach talk. Kat, okay, tú eres, you are a photographer, eres fotógrafa. Very quickly tell me, do you remember the first time that you took a picture? I think I do. Uh, my dad used to have this old Nikon still with film and um, I used to hold it, try to take pictures with it, and I was really fascinated by it. Do you remember the, that first image that you took? Like, can you describe it? Oh, it was a picture about? Oh, it was just my mom, my brother, and my dad. <laughs> it was a very bad picture, but did, it was cool. Did you still keep it? Yeah, it's somewhere in our albums. Because maybe you became really famous and it's like, oh, that's the first photo of Kat. Okay, so, su primera foto fue una foto muy especial con su familia. Okay, Kat, you've been in cruise ship. Uh, tell me, what's the most difficult thing in a few words of being in a cruise ship? What's the most difficult thing? There's a lot of difficult things about it. Um, there's a lot of work every day. You work about 10 hours a day. But I think the hardest part is not being able to keep much in touch with home. Um, because the internet, you have to pay for it and it's very expensive on the cruise ships because they only have satellite internet. And so you have to kind of learn wherever you are in that ship, that's your home now. Don't keep in touch too much with home because you're just going to be sad about it. So you just have to start over from nothing. And for me, when I first got there, nobody spoke my language because I speak Dutch. So I already spoke pretty good English, but I had to just adapt really fast. And I think that's the hardest part. Okay. ¿Tienes alguna pregunta para Kat? Okay, muy bien. So, uh, is Dutch your first language? Right. Can you teach us something in Dutch? What do you want to learn? I want to learn to say, hello, nice to meet you. Okay. Okay. Can you say that one more time, please? That's really hard for me. I can't remember, but okay, it's okay. We will get better with our Dutch eventually. 
So, why are you here in Playa del Carmen, Kat? What brought you here? Um, I was here for vacation back in 2007, which is a long time ago, with some friends. And back then, Playa just was a couple of streets. Um, and then after working on the cruise ships, uh, we came to Cozumel quite a bit with the cruise ships and I took the ferry to Playa. And then when I decided to quit working on the cruise ships, I just wanted to come back here. Okay, cool. And what do you think about Playa del Carmen? What's the thing that you love the most about Playa del Carmen? I love pretty much everything about Playa. I just, from day one, I was living here, I just fell home. There's great people here, the food is great, it's good weather, I mean, what else do you want? Okay, so, but there should be something that is not that great from Playa, right? What's the thing about Playa del Carmen that, that you will change, for, for instance? Sorry, that was... What will you change about Playa del Carmen? Something that you maybe don't like that much? Um, the people always come late, whoever it is they're late and for me coming from Belgium everybody's always on time in Belgium so when you're five minutes early in Belgium you're on time when you're on time you're late when you're late it's just inexcusable <laughs> I mean that's so true that's so true nosotros los mexicanos somos muy muy malos con la puntualidad we suck at being on time so actually we, we, we we've been late for this appointment so i apologize on behalf of all mexicans and okay so you like the beach you like photography who is your favorite photographer and who inspired you to start in this job The photographer who inspired me the most, especially lately, is Peter Lindbergh. He's a German photographer, if I'm not mistaken. He actually passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, but he's the master in black and white portraits. So I just keep looking at his website, checking out his photos. And I'm just really sad he passed away because I wish he would have showed more work. Okay, so, and, and, and I have watched at your Instagram account, and I know that you like to take a lot of black and white pictures, right? Is that your favorite style of photography? Yes, it is. It's, um, black and white photography just strips away everything that is not necessary in the picture. So it's just the importance that is left. The person in front of you, the light, the shadow. That's what I love about it. Yeah, and I, it's more, it's more difficult because I remember when I was at film school, uh, I learned that when you're uh, lighting in black and white film, obviously you just have to take care of the shadows and the highlights. So the texture is what gives you like the difference between a good photo and a bad photo. Am I right? I think so. It's just, um, it's just more beautiful than me. You can give so much more of the personality of the person without everything going on in the background or maybe they have a weird color of shirt on and you just look at the shirt. But when it's black and white, you just look at the person. Right. Pamela, disparale una pregunta a Kat. Yo quisiera saber, los que no estudiamos fotografía, ¿qué diferencia hay entre una proyección a color en blanco y negro 
¿Sienten que hay algún tipo de diferencia? Evidentemente visual es mucha la diferencia, pero para un fotógrafo, ¿por qué es tan importante fotografías en blanco y negro y otras a color? Yeah, what's the mystery about the black and white picture? Why, why do a lot of photographers like black and white picture? What's the difference between taking a picture in black and white and in color for those people who don't know why someone chooses to take picture in black and white? I think black and white makes it timeless and when you're a photographer you want to have a photo that's last, not one that just is good for a couple of years and then they throw it away and put in a new one. So the, I think it's just the old fashioned um, photography was black and white so it just gives you this, this feeling of timeless. Exactamente. La fotografía se queda eternamente plasmada en blanco y negro. So, Kat, what hobbies do you have besides photography? What do you like to do with your free time? Well, here in Playa, obviously, I go to the beach a lot. Um, I love riding my bike. Um, that's something I really missed when I was working back on the cruise ships. And in Belgium, I, everybody rides their bike. So I was really happy I could. Um, get a bike here and have some fun with it. So do you have a bike with you right now? I do, yes, it's over there and I'm keeping an eye on it because I had one before. It was so pretty, it was pink and blue, but they stole it. Um, they actually cut the tree to get to my bike and it was really sad. <laughs> it was a sad day in Playa. I mean, why would someone do that? I mean, stealing a bike and cutting a tree in order to have a bike. I mean, I apologize because it looks like Mexicans are, I mean, we're not giving you the best image, right? So I apologize for that. Le robaron su bicicleta. Qué pena que alguien tenga que robarle su bicicleta a alguien y además matar a un árbol. It's terrible. It's horrible. What about films? What's your favorite film, Kat? My favorite film is Pulp Fiction. No way! I can't believe that. Because <laughs> you know, I love Pulp Fiction. And by the way, do you have a favorite quote from Pulp Fiction? Well, I like this speech from Samuel L. Jackson, but I cannot say it. What I usually like to use is the word honey bunny because that's kind of how the movie starts. They say, I love you honey bunny, and then they start trying to rob the restaurant. So now sometimes I catch myself saying this, even during photo shoots, like, hey honey bunny, can you move a little bit? And I'm like, why am I saying this? But it's just so fiction. <laughs> that's right. That's the way the, the film started. Like, I loved you honey bunny. And then a guy stands up and he's like, Everybody cool, this is a robbery! And I don't know what is the thing that she says, something like, any of you freaking fucking freaks move and I'll execute every last one of you, something like that, and then boom, boom, boom. It's a great film, and I do have a quote from Cold Fiction that I'm gonna share with you today, and it goes like this. If you remind something, you can join the quote with me, and it says something like, Ezekiel 25:17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed 
is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness for he is truly his brother's keeper and defender of lost children and I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee and then boom 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 Pulp Fiction I mean great film I I'm glad that you like good films because that's a huge one okay so uh, what happens Pamela ¿Ya contaste tu historia de Tarantino? oh that's right uh, long story short I met Quentin Tarantino when I went to a film festival in Morelia Mexico I was walking on the street and I stumbled with him and it was like no shit Quentin yeah because you know how Quentin talks like hey yeah what happens uh, nothing it's just that I'm a huge fan and he replied oh I can see that and I went like how do you know it and, and he said well it's just that you're wearing a Pulp Fiction t-shirt and he was right and I went like oh damn I just forgot that I'm wearing a Pulp Fiction t-shirt just today that's so weird and he said yeah well and I said well can I take a picture of you Quentin and he went yeah sure so I took my camera out I took the picture it was uh, it wasn't a digital camera it was a film camera so it was like oh the best day the best day of my life but when I got home I realized that I couldn't take the picture because I underexposed it because of the excitement of being with Quentin Tarantino there was no way to get it back oh. I mean you know when it's underexposed it's under black nothing so that was a shame Tengo una pregunta que hacerle cat ¿Alguna vez ha hecho algún trabajo de fotografía que no se ha revelado bien? Did that happen to you once sometime like that you didn't get a great picture that you thought that you take? Like, oh my god, have you ever went to the dark room and realized that there's no picture? And it's like, oh shit, I don't have the picture that I thought. No. <laughs> I mean, well, good for you. That's why you're a professional photographer and I am not, obviously. Uh, but what if we start talking about, like, maybe something more deeper in life? Vamos a preguntarle sobre cuál es su mayor sueño en la vida. ¿Qué te parece? Excelente. Okay, Kat, what's your biggest dream in life? Honestly, I don't have a biggest dream in life. I just live my life in a way that I want to be happy. And as soon as I realize I'm not happy anymore, I change something. So is this a place, a person, a location, a job? I just change it, so I'm happy. <laughs> And that's basically what it is, because you can have a big dream and then you realize it and maybe it's not as big as the thing that it is. My dream was at first when I was a journalist to write for the biggest newspapers in Belgium. And then I did that and I was like, 
it's not that big of a deal. And then I wanted to go work on cruise ships and I did that and it was like, all right, but what's next? So there's always that question of what's next, what's next. Right now I'm here in Playa, I'm having a good time. I love living here, so I'm gonna stay here. But as soon as I realize, okay, that's it. I need something new, I'm gonna leave or change my job or do something about it. It's like the eternal pursuing of happiness, right? It's not about the destination, but about maybe the trip, right? Yo quiero hacerle una pregunta sobre el amor. ¿Consideras que ya conociste al amor de tu vida o consideras que aún no llega? Muchas veces este, ya conocimos al amor de nuestra vida y lo dejamos ir, ¿no? No es mi caso, obvio. Pero muchas personas dicen, es que siento que ella era una la mujer de mi vida y se fue, ¿no? So, have you met the love of your life? I don't really believe in the love of your life. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, nah. It's okay, it's okay. I, I don't believe in that either. No, I do, I do. I mean, you know what I mean. No, I think there's a love of right now, and then it's good. Um, but life, you gotta live by yourself. You need to make you happy before you can make somebody else happy. And I think that's just how it is. Yes, I had big loves before, but I always had to let them go to do my own thing. And I never regretted that. Okay, that's an interesting perspective of life. So, will you say that you wouldn't mind if you die when you get old and there's no one like as a partner beside you? I think everybody dies alone. Well, technically, yes, but I mean emotionally. Will you, uh, I mean, what you said is basically like, okay, I, I, I think that I can live my life without feeling that I need someone else, right? Am I right? Yes. Okay, so would you say that you don't mind if when you die, you're not feeling like in love from someone? Is that not something that disturbs you or annoys you? It's like, no, I'm okay. I can live a great and happy life just at my own without a like a formal partner. Yeah, I think I want to live like that. I want to be free, do what I want. And if there's somebody there, if I meet somebody, that's great. But if he doesn't want to be there, that's fine too, because I make myself happy. I know maybe this sounds terrible, <laughs> cold. I mean, you meet so many people in your life and not just a partner. You can love so many people, your family, other people's kids, um, your friends. And I think that's big of a love enough sometimes. So if I die, I think I will not be alone, even with or without a partner. Okay, okay, I buy that, I buy that. Great. So, another question, vamos a preguntarle sobre qué haría si le quedara un día de vida. What would you do if you just have one day left in life? How would you spend your final, your last 24 hours go? Oh man, that's a hard question. No, I know. Let me ask that to you first, let me think about that. Do you want me to answer? Okay. Uh, what will I do? 
go to the beach with my wife, hold her hand, maybe bring a guitar, play a cool song, kiss, make out, make love, have a great dinner, call my family and say, I love you all, and just lie there on the sand, smiling and ah, breathing. Now it's your turn. Okay, Pamela, ¿qué harías si te quedara un día de vida? Me reuniría con toda mi familia, comería lo que me gusta, igual iría a la playa y, y ya. <laughs> okay, what about you, Kat? Okay, so uh, it depends where I am, but I would go and see the people I love, call my family too, say goodbye, say everything I need to say, tell them I love them so they know for sure. And then, honestly, I think I would do something I was too scared to do. Um, for example, skydiving or uh, maybe take a lot of drugs. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's your, it's your life. It's your last hours. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting answer. So if you're about to die, people who is listening right now, do whatever you want. I mean, that's a, that's a goal in life. Okay, so what projects do you have for the future? I mean, professionally, like, do you have something big in, in mind or in your schedule that you are going to do soon? Right now, what I'm doing is I'm meeting a lot of very interesting people in Playa and When I was working back in Belgium and back on the cruise ship, I never had time to do shoot people that I love and that inspire me. So basically lately what I'm doing is looking who inspires me and taking photos of them. That's basically my personal project right now. Okay, cool. So, um, I want to know what's your favorite type of music? Right now it's rock music. Rock music. Favorite band? Stone Sour and Incubus. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Have you ever been in their concerts? Incubus, yes, twice. And Stone Sour, not yet. Okay. Um, if you had a chance to have a dinner with any person in this planet and talk with that person for one hour, Who will you choose? Your questions are very hard. <laughs> I know, but they are kind of cool. ¿Con, ¿Con quién cenarías por una hora si pudieras? For me, I think it would be Anna Lipovic. She's an amazing photographer. She's still alive. So it's still possible. Um, yeah, if you see her pictures, she's just an inspiration for every photographer. I agree with you. In my case, uh, I will spend an hour and talk to... Do you know who Jordan Peterson is? He's a psychologist, very smart. Maybe he will be one option. ¿Con quién cenarías por una hora para preguntarle lo que quieras? Cualquier persona en el mundo. Con Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra, ¿por qué? Tengo muchas cosas que preguntarle. Ok. Which questions? Yeah, ¿qué preguntas, Pamela? Una pregunta que le harías a Deepak Chopra. Let's imagine that Deepak Chopra is here with us and he's like, oh, yeah, Pamela, what do you, you want to know? 
¿Esto es real? Le preguntaría. Bueno, es Deepak Chopra, es not God, o sea, no es Dios. Pero ok, Deepak Chopra te daría tal vez una respuesta espiritual. Algo, something spiritual answer, like, oh, it's not about the reality that you can see, but what you can feel, right? Something like that. Well, that, th that's are the kind of questions that we want to make to people. So what we are trying to do is we want them to think and to reflect about important things in life. So um, do you have a lot of friends here in Playa? Yeah, I met a lot of great people here. Like how many? Do you have, do, do you use Facebook? Do you have Would you say that you have more real friends or Facebook friends? I think everybody has more Facebook friends now. Um, but yeah, I met really good people here from work and then outside of work. Actually met a lot of people via via through friends that I met back in the day on the cruise ships. And now she's living here in Playa too. And she introduced me to a lot of people. So yeah, I, it's very cool here. Social life is good. Okay. And by now, what's your favorite friend? I mean, I bet you have friends from all around the world. Am I right? Yes. What's your favorite country in regarding the personality of your friends? Yeah, I'm gonna say Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, Mexico, we are the best personality for cat right now. I mean, that was a tricky question because we are Mexicans, we are in Mexico, and it's like, oh, what I'm gonna say, uh, Mexico? No, but definitely we're kind of easygoing and fun and kind. Sometimes we're late, some others we steal your bike with a trick, but we're good people, right? Yeah, in the end, at the end of the day, you're good people. No, they're just very chill, open-minded. People in Belgium are very close and just cool, naturally. And here, I remember my first day at work. If you have your first day at work in Belgium, people would just stare at you and maybe from afar shake a hand and that's it. Here, everybody just came up to me, hugged me, like, welcome. And it was, it was so much fun already on the first day. So I felt good about it. Okay. Finally, where can people find you? If they want to see your photos, where can they find you? On Instagram, it's called Cat Ghost Photography. Cat with a K. Cat Ghost. Is Ghost the verb or is that your last name? Cat Ghost is your name? That's my last name. <laughs> so, Cat Ghost, but where does Cat go? Is that a question? Yeah, and you're not the first one. Who I know. I bet I'm not the first one to say, oh, cat goes. Like, okay, so. Mi apellido tampoco tiene sentido. Soy Pamela Alatriste. Pamela's last name is Alatriste, which is something like Sadwink. Like, Pamela Sadwink? And a lot of people tell her, like, Pamela Sadwink? It's weird. But you're lucky because you have funny names. My name is not funny. My name is actually a city in the Netherlands. It's called Goose. That's how you pronounce it. Cat Goose. In English, they say ghost. What's oh. your last name? My last name is Rodriguez. It's an average last That's just boring. It's just boring. Well, Cat Goose, 
from Belgium, great photographer. Thank you very much for being with us in this podcast. We appreciate your time. We hope that you get a lot of clients here. We hope that you meet more friends. And if you need something anytime, you know where to find us, okay? Thank you so much. It was great being here. Thank you. Pamela, muchas gracias por compartir con nosotros este tiempo. ¿Algo que quieras agregar antes de irnos? No, muchas gracias. Well, thanks for listening or watching. This is Beach Talks and we are in the fa live music and food. Beach Talks. See you later, Beach Talkers.